Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Roach Coach Podcast. <laughs> the journey to create the new metal canon. <laughs> My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the oh, indigo God. angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nice. I'll keep it rolling, baby. Oh, my Lord. Matt, what an intro you've set up for us oh, here. Oh, dog. I'm telling you right. <laughs> oh, dog? Oh. oh, dog. I'm telling you. Uh, we are in for it, you guys, this week as, you know... About a year and change ago, we put a challenge out to our Roach Riders and Indigo Angels, and we said if we could get 300 reviews on the internet, just not iTunes, but the internet, we will do a special episode all about the Bloodhound Gang's Hooray for Boobies. Yeah. We were calling it something. What were, what were we calling it, Jenny? The Bloodhound Three Pound Pound, <laughs> I believe. Yes, that is correct. That is correct. Um, which, I have to say, the feedback on the name of that, all positive. Everyone <laughs> everyone loved that name. Oh. Yeah. Classic name. Unimpeachable. Yeah, everyone said that's the name. And so the journey began, and it, initially it was a slow trickle, and then... Uh, one day, someone realized that you could leave reviews on Spotify, and it took us over the top, Matt. Yeah, it was like 40% of our listeners are on Apple, and the other 30% are on Spotify, so mm -hmm. it only makes sense. It only makes sense. And so, Matt, do you have a final number or a current number right now? I could probably cobble one together, but I believe okay. we're at 330 already. Three thirty. Wow! 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 I don't even want to. Okay, I, I, I'm not even mentally prepared to talk about to what, the Cottonmouth King four twenty. Is that what we're doing? It. <laughs> the yeah. oh, they have to get four hundred and twenty. That's correct. Oh, okay. Well, that does lay the lay the groundwork then for a little bit more work to be done. In the meantime, it is time for the Bloodhound three pound pound. We are all back together in the Indigo basement. Jenny, you said you wanted to look me straight in the eye as you listen to these fucking songs. Yeah, I felt like we needed to be together for this. <laughs> <laughs> felt important. Trust. And so we are all here to talk about this album, The Bloodhound Gang's Hooray for Boobies. We know we're in for it. Let's get to it. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on October 4th, 1999 in the UK Oh, for legal reasons. For legal reasons? <laughs> that I don't understand. It was not released in the US until February 29th, 2000. That's a leap year, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It was put out on a leap year. Mm -hmm. I believe this is our first leap year record. <laughs> we no. Yes. Wait, man, this is the first album we've done that's been put out on a, a February 29th. On the actual on leap year yeah. day. Okay. Yeah. I thought yeah. you said first album in a leap year, and I'm like... Oh. Absolutely. Also that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no other 2000 album. No other records came out in 2000. Don't look it up. <laughs> Don't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> so this record, uh, Jenny, we'll start with you. What is your history with the boys in the Bloodhound Gang? Uh, well, I had this record... When the song, what is it called? I should know this. We've listened to it 800 times. I think it was The Bad Touch. That song was uh, so popular. Mm -hmm. And I had to get the CD. <laughs> Being in, uh, you know, ninth and 10th grade, which thank you to whichever listener gave me the hot tip about how to figure out what grade I was in based on the year. You really really revolutionized my life but yeah i thought it was like hilarious 
Um, I got this CD. I listened to it all the time. I thought the CD was fucking awesome and hilarious and like really cool. It was funny and it had like rap and dance and rock and I just thought it was great. And I listened to it all the time and I I hadn't listened to it since. Mm. So we'll see what happened, what happened? to me <laughs> when I listened to it again. <laughs> Um, so I, uh, I was working at Best Buy when this record came out and I can confirm it was very popular. People were coming in before the album had come out and asking for the album with the Discovery Channel song because no one knew that it was called The Bad Touch. So people were coming in and asking about it all the time. I remember a big group of people that clearly came from like an office park. They're all in like, you know casual or like you know tie with no blazer situation oh nice and yeah they were all like yeah do you guys got that national geographic song discovery channel song and i was like yeah that album doesn't come out yet and they're like what and um uh yeah so this was yeah this was very popular this was an this was an i would call it an end cap staple like it was it was placed place to move mm. and uh, i did not own this album as far as bloodhound gang when they're i believe it was the previous record one fierce beer coaster came out and that had the firewater burn song on it yes it did and uh it had um why is everybody always picking on me and i remember my sister and i liked a couple of those songs but we didn't buy the album we didn't have the album uh but when this one came out i remember hearing the bad touch and not really not really resonating with me and then i think i was at my buddy dave's house and i think he had the cd and he played me I think the ballad of Chasey Lane, and I was like, I'm not, this is not. I'm not here for this. This is not music I would want to listen to. Period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Period. End of sentence. And that's like, kind of what it's for. Like, yeah, I was like, I remember just like listening to people like, there's not even anything here. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. And so I kind of like forgot about them. And then when I was in broadcasting school, they put out a record called Hefty Fine. Yes. And um, a guy I was in class with, brought a copy to, to school and i was like wait the bloodhound gang are still like going and he's like yeah this is their first record in like six years or something and i was like what he's like you want to borrow it and i said sure i'll take a listen and that was the one of the worst albums i've ever heard in my life i couldn't believe how bad that was and then i basically just forgot about them and then periodically you know something will pop up somewhere but um yeah, that's that's basically my. I mean, I guess we can get in the history of the band a little further. But Matt, what's your history with the boys and the gang? Oh well, would you be surprised that I've seen them live two times? Matt, Whoa. Matt, twice. Would you be surprised that I up until I guess I well I had the first album, Use Your Fingers, and then I had One Fierce Beer Coaster, and then I got this one. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, hooray for boobies and then you know they went too mainstream <laughs> yeah <laughs> they sold out for you buddy <laughs> sold out never picked up hefty fine i will say foxtrot uniform charlie kilo is a song that is so stupid and simple that i thought i could learn the words and it was like the first song that completely flummoxed me into like how do you remember the lyrics to this because it's all euphemisms for vagina and it's like, what, how the fuck did you write this dumb song? And then how did you remember this dumb song? There's, I, 
I mean, this is kind of their bread and butter, but <laughs> this is truly where they live. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man. Um, what a place to live, by the way. Um, but I, I will also say because of Bloodhound Gang, I also heard the band Nerf Herder, who I'm still a fan of to this day. Okay. Uh, okay. But right. um, I know that this was completely in my lane at the time. Mm-hmm. Nerdy, trying just try hard rock. That's yeah. That's my. That's just where I live, baby. That was mm-hmm. that was me in ninety nine two thousand. That's for sure. Yeah, me in ninety nine two thousand was. I'm a cool girl. I'm cool. <laughs> Nothing yeah. you can't offend me. Nothing offends me. I'm cool. And what's cooler than the Bloodhound Gang, right? Uh, Blood, well, I'll save my Bloodhound Gang show stories for the pod. Yeah, okay. I have some questions based on an interview we listened <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, we met. Yeah, we, you might have been covered in pee and not known it. I hate to tell you. Yeah, I hate to break it to you, Matt, but oh. you might need to take a retroactive shower. Oh, yeah. don't worry. Um, when Jimmy Pop comes out, hawks a loogie into the air that lands on his face on purpose. Matt, uh, Matt, this and then, information uh, is upsetting to me. <laughs> you hate this. Wow. Matt, wow, Matt wow. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say this. I did three listens of this album. Okay. I did three listens. And you're about to do half of one. And I'm not, yeah. And then I'm going to have to edit this motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> don't laugh too hard. <laughs> it's funny to me. <laughs> I'll be honest. To be honest. <laughs> and uh, when I was listening in my car, a song came on, and my head jerked away from the speaker <laughs> as if to say, get out of here. Get, I need to leave. I'm going to remove myself from this body just to get away from this song. <laughs> Your fight or flight instincts kicked in <sighs> when a song came a on. A song came on, and my whole body just went, Ugh, Ugh, what are we doing here? Warren, I thought we were, I thought we were a team. Now, Us ears and you. Now, before the pod started, I said to Jenny, in complete sincerity... I'm expecting to leave this episode never wanting to hear this album again. Matt, if you like this album still when this album when this is done, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah, so one way or the other, you're not going to hear it again. You'll hear it in your grave. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, you know what I should say? Before, on my way here, I got some McDonald's breakfast. That's right. We're also recording this in the morning because what a better way to do this. <laughs> Why not? Wake up to the bloodhound game. Okay. Bloodhound game. And when they gave me the total for my order, it was 666. And I said, that's ominous. And then Jenny sent a text and said, get me an iced coffee. And then it changed. Yes. Save me from the 666. An angel, truly. 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 So that was, I took that as a good omen. Because <laughs> initially I was like, ooh, I'm about to go record Blood Game for two hours and 666 in my McDonald's order. But I think we're going to be okay. I hope we're going to be okay. We'll see what happens. Uh, Jenny, who's in Bloodhound Gang. On this record, we've got Jimmy Pop on lead vocals, guitar, keyboards, sampling, and production. Uh, Lupus Thunder on guitar and programming, Spanky G on drums, Evil Jared on bass, DJ Cuball on vocals, co-lead vocals on track five, turntables, keyboards, and programming. Producer on this record is Jimmy Pop and Richard Gavallis. Um, Jenny, we got some genre tags here. We sure do. The genre tags are... Alternative rock, rap metal, and rap rock. Okay. Puts it puts it in the, the theme for this show, either yeah. way. Do we know why this record... I mean, 
I can make up my joke reasons of why it was initially only released in Europe and then here in in the United States in 2000. I have no idea, and I didn't look it up. Fair enough. So I'm sure it's uh, out there. I would guess that it has something to do with all of the samples on this record or something. There's about a million samples. Uh, oh, um, it was delayed because of the uh, Pink Floyd illusion in Right Turn Clyde. That's why it was delayed. Ah. They say, oh, no, <laughs> you're just another dick with no balls. Now, when we get to that, I will <laughs> admit there were times that this album made me laugh. <laughs> now, was it worth the delay for that? I'm going to say they, yeah. They said yes. Oh, I and I agree. <laughs> Now that's funny. That, Look at their classic you know comedy. I mean, nothing better than just sitting there in the boardroom and they're like, you guys, we can't put it out in America yet because of this. Do you want to remove it? And they said, no. No fucking way. Lawyers, get back in that room. Get back in the room with those pink boys. Get this shit resolved. That's right. Well, you call them, do you think they call them the pink boys or the Floyd boys? Oh, the pink boy. The pink boys? The pink boys. The pink boys. The pink boys. Would you guys like Pink Floyd? Oh, no. No. Uh, I, I'm very neutral on Pink Floyd. I, I feel like that's why I lead towards no. It's like every time I sit down to listen to him, I'm like, oh, okay. See, this is my thing with Pink Floyd, is I hear about them as like a rock band, and they are the most, some of the most boring music I've ever heard in my life. And I don't understand. It's always like, it sounds like like drone to me. I just it just never grabbed me. It never hooked me. It never was like, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, this ain't about Pink Floyd today. Well, you it's know, about- you know, <laughs> I mean, you're sitting there and I'm just like, Mr. 420 over here doesn't like Pink Floyd. It's tough listen, to believe. Listen, you guys, I'm not looking to fall asleep. I'm looking to expand my mind. Mm. All right. Yeah, and, you gotta go to the laser light show. Maybe uh, that'll yeah, man. and or start that Wizard of Oz with Dark Side, bro. That's right. If I put on Dark Side with Wizard of Oz, then I cannot hear the incredible dialogue in the film. You know me. I'm a dialogue yeah. guy. You are 100%. a dialogue hound. 100%. I got to hear what them, them crazy people in the Wizard of Oz are saying. Yeah. I, the I, Munchkins. That's their name. I had a copy of Dark Side of the Moon on vinyl that I sold recently at the record store, and I made a joke. About, I was like, oh, dude, just throw on Wizard of Oz, slap that on. It'll fuck you up, man. And my friend who was buying the record back was like, we've done that here before. And I was like, cool. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, you're such a dick, dude, because I've done it too. I don't know why I was like, fuck anybody who would fucking do that. Like, like, why? What are you? What are you doing right now? (sighs) Ah. 37 years old. Wish you were here. <laughs> Wish yeah. you were here. I do think that Wish You Were Here is a perfectly fine. If I was going to listen to a Pink Floyd album, that's the one. Mm. That's the one for me. Is that the one with the guy on fire on the yes. cover? I kind of cover. Give him that. Oh, yeah. I'll give him that. I can. We are doing anything not to talk oh, about. Oh, my God. All right. I got a physical copy of this motherfucker here. Got it from. That looks like a reprint because didn't the first one have a clear back with a titty underneath on the, uh, on the clamshell? That. Um, you saw Bloodhound Gang live twice, so I believe, yes, you're probably right. I'm sorry that I don't have the clear copy with the titty popping out, 
My oh, bad. Fucking dare you, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry wow. I entered your home. Lauren, you are a loser. <laughs> I am fucking blew it. I'm just going to rake in all my cool points. Oh, my right. God. So Matt I've got. I got rules, Lauren. Rules. <laughs> yeah. So I got the shitty one without the titty on it. My bad. How could. Oh, what a waste of fun. Oh, my God. Declutter store came through for me with this one. $6.19. Yeah, I clearly should have recommended. I should have typed into the eBay, you know, titty, <laughs> titty version. <laughs> titty, titty edition. Titty edition. Front cover here has, I guess this is a sort of a collage here. You see all the band members. They all have party hats on in between, you know, stuff referencing boobs and udders and statues. Oh, man. Um <laughs> Then we have a picture of the band. I actually do like this picture. It feels very indicative of the band. Like, I feel very, this is a very truthful photo. They seem kind of bored. They're all wearing, how would you describe this look, Jenny? This would be called Peak 99 yep. Couture. We've got Jinkos. We've got Shell Toe Adidas. Yep, Shell Toe Adidas, backwards hat, work shirt, baseball tee baggy jacket with the white stripe across the front bleached hair goatees yeah this is what it was like yep yep can confirm mm -hmm. that's what it was like in that era i mean i guess looking at this now i guess uh, am i supposed to assume this is supposed the cd is supposed to look like a boob i think so see when you had the clear version Jesus in the Christ center here there was a nipple oh, yeah God. that's the thing that yeah. you're you don't understand. You don't, I don't get, get it. it. I don't fucked it. up. You... <laughs> I just blew it. Yeah. Oh <laughs> can't, even, can't even believe I'm sitting across Drools. from you guys. Uh, yeah, I'm such the biggest bloodhound gang fan. Uh, I'm flexing on you. Yeah. yeah. Matt is physically flexing. He is literally physically flexing you guys. Matt is the king <laughs> of the bloodhound <laughs> <the> blood gang. <laughs> yeah, we, did, we haven't even talked about where the name came from. Matt, where'd the name come from? Three, two, one, contact. What? What? Three, two, one. Contact I with the show on PBS. I remember. Which yeah. had a very special uh, part of it, which was the Bloodhound Gang. The Bloodhound Gang were a bunch of kid detectives. Uh, it had a pretty good song where it was like, "We're never this trouble. They're on the double. They're the Bloodhound Gang." Boof. Look at wow. that fucking that is, vibrato. That is wow. that is a, that is a good song. I like that song. And give them a call. <laughs> Give a, I mean, give, give them a call. We should mention this, I'm old. Yes. This album, <laughs> this album was very successful. This is the um, most successful Bloodhound Gang album. Uh, it initially debuted at number two on the Heat Seekers chart and peaked at number fourteen on the Billboard 200. This is number one in Austria and Germany. This is the last record to feature Spanky G on drums. And the Bad Touch was on 14 charts worldwide, number one on five of them. Holy Lord. Indeed, indeed. Critical response. Interesting stuff going on in here. It says here that Hooray for Boobies received generally positive reviews. Many reviewers complimented the album's duncical but ultimately enjoyable humor. All Music said, on one hand, it's easy to hate the Bloodhound Gang. On the other hand, you almost have to admire the lengths that they go to to be, well, defiantly stupid. Jenny, Robert Christ got reviewed this album. Yes. <laughs> uh, a simple bomb. 
<laughs> yep, that seems no more, no less. Yeah, uh, a bomb. Now it is interesting that they do say that it see, received generally positive reviews. Yet when you look at the review scale that's been put together by Wikipedia, Jenny, just run it, run it down. Uh, we got all music. Looks like three and a half out of five. Robert Christgau, bomb. Entertainment Weekly, C. Pop Matters, 7 out of 10. Rolling Stone Album Guide, 2 out of 5. And Spin, 2 out of 10. That's, that's generous. Is that's, that's generally positive? Gen- I would say that's mixed to negative. <laughs> Moderately acceptable reviews. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. We don't go by the rating. We go by the words that were said. And uh, most of those words were pretty positive. Sure. Yeah. Let's see. What else do they say? This album... On May 17, 2000, it was certified both gold and platinum on the same day. Same day. Same day. Wow. Same day. Good day for them. Good. What a day. Incredible. There's a lot of songs on this album. There are songs on this album. Are we ready? Yeah, we should probably we should listen probably to it. Them. Let's do it. All right. The first track on this record is called I Hope You Die. You must die. I alone am best. start with you so i loved this song when i was a teen i am fine with this song now it's basically just a fuck you song a fuck you song talking about different ways you hope someone would die i will tell you for sure i listened to this thinking of anyone certain people certain people can you get a hit list (laughs) Yeah, a real hit list. Jenny's hit list. Jenny's hit list. Don't get on it. <laughs> don't, nothing <laughs> will happen away, to you. It, if, if you're going to be on a hit list, mine might be the one to be on. Because <laughs> it's absolutely never had any level of action other than me being like, um, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. The, you got the Jenny girl. That's right. That's right. So I, I don't know. I thought the song was fine. Um, I was actually like, yeah, this, this record isn't bad. Like, what's Lauren dreading? Like, this is... The dumb song, sure, but it's fine. I I'm good with it. Um, I will say that on my first listen, which uh, I attempted to do on a live stream, which didn't work because Instagram was like, you can't play music if you're not a famous person. I learned that. I learned that if I'm a famous person, you can play all the music you want on an Instagram live stream. Cardi B, like, we'll just hang out and look at her nails and play like full albums, but whatever. I'm not famous, and I'm just got to deal with that. Yeah, you're not Cardi B. I'm not Sorry Cardi to B. tell you. I am not. That's for sure. 
Um, but uh, yeah, this one I was I was taking. I was like, okay, this riff's all right. This riff's all right. And I wrote in my notes. It's got riffing. It's got some samples. And I wrote in my notes. What can you say about the jokes here? I mean, it's like, yeah, it's a purposefully fuck you kind of song. The references seem dated now, but they feel like they would have even been dated then. Like, we're talking about the Beatles tour bus hard copy. Like, is hard copy still a thing in 1999? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Still a thing now, baby. (laughs) Wait, hard copy still exists? No, No, Inside Edition does. Sorry. Yeah. Inside Edition still exists? Yes. Oh, yeah. Inside Edition still exists. Hard copy does not. Oh, wow. Well, I'm learning something there. Yeah, the choice of um, some of the yeah, the jokes and references on here, I was just like, I mean, dude is just sitting down with this, like, pop culture of the 90s book, just, like, going through. But even later, I mean, there's a Deliverance reference in here. Uh, there's also a Jerry's Kids reference, which I was like, all right. But I was surprised to see that the song ends with not you dying but you going to jail and getting sexually assaulted that was a twist i didn't see coming mm-hmm. right 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 yeah so matt how you feel about this one so number one i think that song holds up because it's classic rock structure like those riffs uh the one four five three uh, I think it is. I, I, I never know. Jenny and I are nodding. But like that chord structure is in a trillion songs. I think it's the same song structure that's in that. Like, hey, listen how all these songs are the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense, not angry at that. The song itself is like a writing exercise for how long will it take you to make and how many ways can you make the antagonist pay. So... In there, I think it succeeds admirably. The fucking production on this album is dog shit. God, this album sounds fucking terrible. It sounds like it's recorded through mud. Like, instantly, I'm like, there is no clarity or crispness in this mix. This album sounds fucking terrible. Which is shocking, because you'd think when you're writing your song, I hope you die, where... Someone gets, was what's the line? I hope he grins like Jack Nicholson and forces you to play a game called Balls on Chin. That you'd be like in the studio being like, this needs to be in Dolby. Which also leads me to believe that this was not recorded in a studio, but probably someone's bedroom studio. This feels like a first computer mix wow. album. Like, Interesting. I had, a, I had an... Whatever the old Mac chips were, like the 99, before they went like uh, Intel chips, when Mac made their own chips. you know I love chips. Yeah, I know you do. I love chips. Jenny and I both love chips. Uh, This is the little chip talk. The little chip talk. But I think, I mean, I think the chips that we enjoy are like better made, glaze. Jenny, what's your chip of choice? Uh, anything kettle cooked. Ooh, kettle chips. I love that kettle crisp. Chips. Yeah, the mm. kettle jalapeno chips, crunchers. Ooh. Oh, good. crunchers! Holy shit! Yeah, mm. you used to get cruncher. those at Subway before oh. Subway turned to fucking garbage. Oh. Yeah, what? back when Subway was great. Oh man, oh. when Subway was good. You guys remember that? Remember oh, when I didn't think about my food and I just ate Subway? Oh man, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's their uh, Who's their guy? Their sponsor at that time. Let's not. Let's not. Do okay. That. All right. Um, I believe it was this album. Yeah, it might have been. Um, you know what? Uh, so I needed to, you know, get a good look at these lyrics, and they're in the liner notes, but the font's a little small. 
So I went to a little website called songmeetings.com. My website. Guys, um, I think there may be a few people in the comments who have seen the Bloodhound Gang in concert as many as or more times than you have, Matt. Good for them. Um, Jenny, were there any comments that stood out to you for this song? Yes, there was one that says, are you maybe a little bitter and twisted? And that made me laugh pretty hard. <laughs> twisted. Love to bring up being twisted. Mm. How about you, Lauren? Um, I like this comment from Nicole in Wonderland who said, ha, 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 I love this song. I wish I could play it for someone I hate. There it is. And Jip84 uh, said, tis a good song. Oh. I, I play this. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm just throwing up. <laughs> I'm sorry, tis. Matt. I'm sorry, Matt. Tis a good song. Did, did Billy Shakes enter the chat? Yes. I play this when I feel like kicking someone's ass. Oh, got him. Technically, wrote when I fell, like kicking. Oh, you're ass. right. When I fell, that's right. Yep. The, um, the comments on songmeetings.com are rife with typos. Yes. Yeah. When we <laughs> for were the blood gang. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Uh, um. Uh. Then this was one. I was like, I gotta bring this. I gotta bring this to the show because we need to dissect this one. It's from Nymph666. Okay. There's that number again. I need to sing this to my parents. They deserve to die. Wow. But parents are in quotes. Wow. So. Figurative? Not your parents? Hmm. Like, who are you? Wait, are you? Are you the idea yeah. of parents? The idea of parents? Or my parents, but I was raised by the street. That, that might be it. Mm. That might be it. Maybe just that they're so bad that they couldn't even be considered real parents. Mm. That might be it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then Wug uh, rolled in and says, wow, this has to be the best song ever. OMG. I seriously had never heard it before I read the lyrics, and so I just downloaded it. It's great. It's another great hate song. Kind of like the Alkaline Trio's Jaked on Green Beers. This song is dedicated to Beth. Who needs to fall into a ditch and never get back out? Nicest way to put it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> fucking that was bad, on August seventeenth, two thousand two. On August twenty first, two thousand two, Wug came back and said, "Wow, that Beth girl pissed me off so bad one day. I stuck this song on repeat for like four hours. Can you say obsessive loathing, Wug?" Wow. I hope you're okay, uh, Beth. I'm glad you escaped. <laughs> yeah. Beth, I Beth. hope you are doing great. Yes. Um, and oh, and DC Dude says, I love how they piece these lyrics together like a story. And it all comes together at the end. Mm-hmm. When the prison the guard. The guy you gave the bird the other day. That's right. When the prison guard looks the other way because he's the guy you flipped the bird the other day. That's irony at its finest. I love it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a real O. Henry tale. It is. O. Henry looking at this song going, oh, man. I did that fucking comb and watch chain thing. Ah, forget about that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking bullshit. I should have done that bird to the guy in the car thing. Uh, I'm just a, yeah, oh, Henry over here like, I'm a fucking hack. I'm a hack. I'm a hack. I got nothing on Jimmy Pop. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, All right. Want to let this album start getting bad? Yeah, yeah, let's let let's it go. It. Uh, it. The next song was called The Inevitable Return of the Great White Dope. A is for apple. B is for balloons. C is for crayons. D is for drum.
it is in a nutshell. Man, um, okay. I mean, I guess it's just a sloop. Uh, Jenny, we'll start with you. Oh, this is um, this is not a good song. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like absolute shit on <laughs> just about every level. You anyway, you cut it. <laughs> what is he rhyming into? Is he even in the room where the microphone it is? It sounded to me like he heard So What You Want by the Beastie Boys, and he was like, I want to do that. But and I don't have the pedal I, to do yeah, that. Yeah, I don't have that. So we're gonna yeah, we're gonna run it through this Gateway two thousand computer mic. That'll do. That'll do, Peg. I remember reading their website at the time. I I'm sure you do. And he did say, like, literally, like a majority of this was made on his on his computer. And it's like 9899 that especially the amount of like electronic industrial music that I was listening to, mm-hmm. they all sound like the fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. no crispness, no snap, like beginning digital home recording awful. What and that was what struck me with this song cuz I was like if this was crisp, oh then it'd be great. <laughs> well, at least it would be like polished. He is saying so much in such a little bit of time. Like, the lyrics are dumb. Let's accept that the lyrics are dumb. But, like, I can't even understand them. They're so, like, it's like, I can't. Whoa, whoa, was that Jimmy Pop? <laughs> Jimmy Pop was in He's the room. He's here. Put spit face. Um, so, Jenny. Did you watch that interview I sent you with the... I did. Yeah. And I feel like the way they describe their music, I felt they were very honest about how bad it is. Yeah. Which I remember watching this interview and thinking like, I don't know if it makes me like them more, but like, I guess a little more than my dislike. I don't like them, but I was like, at least they're on like the level of like, yeah, our our music is bad and... That's fine. That seemed to be the gist. The gist. The gist. I'm influenced by the music. Throw ropes. Throw ropes. No, they. I don't know what you were gonna say, Jenny, but like they were a band who were like, we cannot believe we're successful at all. We're fucking terrible. And that was like their mo. But like, 
Unlike Limp Biscuit, who very much said the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. I remember them on that MTV Meet Your Idols thing, and the guy came to whatever diner they were in and was like, love you guys, you're the best band. And all of them were like, no, we're not. <laughs> Stop it. We're not the best band. We're terrible. Um, they were pretty sincere in thinking that they were awful. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yet here we are. And yet here we are. And yet here we are. Um the uh this one uh was right away I was like this is like yeah, off brand Beastie Boys. This is where I was like I wrote my notes all the songs in this album are basically like low rent parodies. So I felt like I was getting like the like the worst version of Weird Al in a weird way. Like dumb Weird Al. Mm. And, well even uh, the title The Inevitable Return of the Great White Dope yeah. is like but also there's this level of like, I don't know, like, like what am I supposed to do with a line like one part the Fuhrer, one part the Pope? And uh, like, I mean, but then I'm like, this doesn't mean anything. Like, that's the other thing was that like there's like it's, it's like a dare to be offended by something that you ultimately know no one means anyway. Yeah, it's there's so much of that in this record. And like in the interview that you sent, it was with the German television station. I, I don't know which one, but they're talking about how being from American from American being from American. Perfect. Uh, perfect. Don't edit. It. I won't. Uh, <laughs> never change. I, oh, my God. I never will. <laughs> never will. I won't grow. They, I won't grow. They told me parenthood would change me and I have not oh, changed. Absolutely at all. not. I, I just have, have a kid. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I'm me, okay? I'm me, okay? If you can't handle me at my back. Oh, yeah. That's all the artwork in my house says. <laughs> it never, it doesn't. Live, yeah. laugh, leave. Yeah, exactly right. It's all like, yeah, it's like a little twisted. A little it looks twisted, nice, but if you look twisted. up close, mm, mm. something's wrong. Yeah, I need my mommy juice. Um, <laughs> Say that constantly. No, all the time, yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, they're saying that, like, oh, you know, American people all come from, like, so many different backgrounds. Jimmy Pop says he has Jewish blood running through his veins. <laughs> I don't know what that means exactly. Uh, he said, like, their drummer or bass player is half black. So they can really say anything. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. I was I like, well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, it's tr- I mean, it's true about us. I mean, Matt, you and I, we can say just about anything about white guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. You give me a white guy, I can, I can definitely say, say something about, about yeah, him. Yeah, and Jenny, you can say anything about ladies. That's right. Yeah. Yep, anything. Anything. I can say anything. Anything. Um, yeah, so there's that. Mm-hmm. I, but I, I also, like, it, it's just, it's very of the time as well. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's just dumb. They're dumb. They're bad. They know it. They don't care. They don't try. Uh, this is peak 99. Yeah. Because, like, you get out of i don't know like you kind of got that gen x whatever don't want to be involved with anything meets the 92 to 96 don't want to be famous meets like intertext literally being everything in media like i think some of the best simpsons seasons are during this time where everything is you have to know this thing inside of this thing to get this joke or, you know, like, there's so much of that happening. So here's, like, put your tongue in your cheek. We fucking, we know, too, right? Mm, irony. We get it. Yeah. And it's, like, also peak. Well, not maybe not peak, but it is the 
uh, it's very much like bros being dumb, jackass, like yep. uh, American Pie. Just the whole culture was just like, oh, these this crazy is dumb these bros. Like, mm-hmm. all right. And at the time, I was very much like, yeah, oh, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> this song had a music video. It starts as a parody of boy band and rap videos. You got shiny shirts, you got nice cars, and you got hotties. But despite the fact that it sounds like this album, they spared every expense on making it. When it came to this music video, they got Carmen Electra. This is peak Carmen Electra era. I was like, Carmen Electra? Okay. All right. And... Um, and then the video is basically Carmen Electra um, killing all the members of the band. Um, but then when she goes to kill Jimmy Pop, he throws her off the balcony. And then he is confronted by Ghostface from Scary Movie. Not Scream. Scary Movie. And then you realize that it's a tie-in to the Scary Movie movie. And then you know how they got Carmen Electra. And then you know. Yep. And it all comes together. And then um, at the end, uh, Ghostface attempts to kill Jimmy Pop, and he fails because he's run over by a car driven by a monkey guy, which ties it all back into the Bad Touch video, which means they all take place in the same universe. Same universe. Wow, 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 wow. The BHG universe. That's right. Does that mean that Singled Out is in the BHG universe? I believe so. Wow. Okay. I'm going to say yes. I think that's Singled definitely out true. Was, might as well have been written by Jimmy Pop Holly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Wow, 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 Are wow. We ready? I think yes. Yeah, Is think there so. any more on this? Um, uh, I, you know, I will just read this one comment from Mrs. Pop on songmeanings.com. Oh. Stop listening to my husband. <laughs> yeah. uh, who said, I think Jimmy's lyrics are far more witty than any of the new age fucking wannabes who write shit about how they got bullied at school. He don't get enough credit. Those Tory, I don't, I don't know if this is supposed to be Tory. These Tory fucking emo kids think they got it bad at school. They should listen to Why Is Everybody Always Picking on Me? Ha ha ha. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. wow, wow go wow. back an album and listen yeah, to Yeah, go that back. Song. Yeah, yeah. Yo, these guys are so good. Listen to a, a song from one of their other albums. Not, and not this song. Not this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. Yeah, well. So this song, of course, has lots of like little interstitial skits. The next song is Mama's Boy, and that's what that is. It's, we'll go right into, into uh, 3.14 mm-hmm. after that. Oh, jam. Hello, Frank. Hello, Mother dear. Hi, Tim. What are you doing? I'm trying to think of words that rhyme with vagina. Oh, Lima. Like lima beans? How about that, uh, that teenage witch, Sabrina? No, that's a made-up word, Jim. Why don't you change the word vagina to something else? Like box or pussy or cunt? Oh, jam.
mistake, she was more flaky than a leper colony. I think a wooden clothesman would have been much better company. It's like a donkey acting funky, gave her L, now she's a funky. So my love for her died quicker than a batch of sea monkeys. Early bird gets the worm, spread your legs and spread the word. So what if I'm not the smartest peanut in the turd? I'm white, which goes with everything, but I can come in any color. And I'm looking for the kind of girl that reminds me of my mother. But it's hard to find a girl with a viper tattooed on her tushy. And how many girls do you know that can play the harmonica with their pussies? Like them easy and hot and sweet. Best lyrics about female anatomy go to not this one. Who would you give it to, man? Ooh, yeah. I mean, come on. That goes to Cardi B. No, that's true. No, no, no. Back your nemesis, Back. Cardi B. She Listen, can do she's anything. not my nemesis. She just is able to do things that us normal, non-famous people. Except aren't. not the clean version. Wet and gushy. That's a little. I don't know. Like wet ass pussy. I'm fine with, but like wet and gushy. Ooh. Wet and gushy. Wet and gushy. That's that's. It's one of those rare moments where the clean version is actually it. a little bit more graphic. A little bit more graphic. Wet yeah. and gushy just sounds like a wet sponge covered in a wet microfiber towel. Like I just don't want any part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me neither. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know this song. I wrote in my notes. I listened to this album three times. And this song <laughs> left my mind every time. Every mm-hmm. time I put it on, I went, which song is this? And then I get to the chorus, I'm like, oh, it's this one. But before that, like my brain just won't, it won't store this song. That's it good. dumps it out every time. Incompatible file form. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's just like, nope, that does not compute. Yep. Yep. Can't, doesn't work. And then also, this is when it really hit me how everything on this album is like a stylistic parody. So this is a Weezer parody. Mm-hmm. And that just irritated me because then I was just like, you know how I feel about funny, funny air quotes music. And now I'm like, oh, everything's going to be a style parody. Like, you know, I have made like an effort in my life to never have to sit down <laughs> to listen to a Weird Al album. And now here I am listening to these motherfuckers. Doing style parodies. Okay, don't compare Weird Al. To I, know, I know, Weird Al is just, it, weird, I know. Weird Al is the same. Love Weird Al. I know. Same here. Weird Al. Okay. National I, treasure. He's a national treasure. Truly, I can, I can recognize that. Okay. Listen, listen. Do you think I didn't watch like the the fat video and think it was hilarious when I was a child? UHF basically shaped my whole sense of humor. I've never seen it, but I know it's what it is. It's wonderful. It's so I, good. But I also good. would say, don't watch it now because I, yeah. this is childhood. No, 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 I, I would say I've seen, I watched parts when it would run on uh, Comedy Central when I was in like high school and it was never my vibe. I was, uh, I was, I was, I was, I was always flipping over to HBO to watch like the umpteenth screening of Bad Boys. You know, that's what I would be watching after school. So, yeah, so <laughs> I was not, uh, yeah, I was not a, not a fan of the fact that that was it. Now, I think this is something I texted you, Jenny, that this puts the casual in casual misogyny. Yes. It's, it's so casual that I kind of don't believe... Like, I, if you were to tell me Jimmy Pop lives with his wife and he worships her and he loves her and it is the most healthy relationship, I believe you. Because it just seems like... Like, it's so casual that I feel like it has no teeth either. But it is... At the same time, it is what it is, which is misogyny. Yes. Uh, I, I confirm that it's misogyny. <laughs> oh, well, she brought out her misogyny stamp. Well, yeah. I think that 
yeah, listening to this song did uh, make me think a lot about what it was like to be a young woman at this time and like the types of behaviors that were rampant, probably still are, uh, or like what was deemed acceptable or like when people are like, well, why would you get offended by this or upset about this because it is so casual? And I get that, but I also think that like it's really easy to say a bunch of shit like this and say it's like, oh, just like joking around and whatever. And it is like, it's probably true that these dudes don't mean any of this at all. Uh, I get it, but, and it, and it probably feels like what, I don't mean it. So it doesn't have an impact, but it doesn't have an impact on you. But what it does do is like impact (laughs) the people that you're talking about. And, uh, you know, not in like somebody listens to this song and they think that it's fine to just like say that like, Oh, uh, I want my girlfriend to be anorexic so I don't have to give her uh, a fancy dinner and she's so skinny, whatever, which is what they get into like later in this song. But it does lend to people thinking it's fine to just be like casually sexist as you're joking around whether you're doing it in front of the people or not. And then what happens is that over time, that experience builds up. (laughs) And then when somebody gets really mad about something like this, that's kind of just like the straw that broke the camel's back or whatever. And people are like, oh my God, why are you so offended? It's just a joke. And it's like, well, you know, this joke has been being made uh, at my expense for x amount of years you know i just like i don't know this is i agree with you like toothless but i think listening to it now uh of course in the interview we listened to they said if anybody over 12 is listening to this why (laughs) agree Mm -hmm. um but it did just make me think a lot about how stuff like this can definitely have like compounding and unintentional harm but the people who perpetrate it don't think about it because it never does come to affect them. And it is a shock when it does actually like piss somebody off uh, because it's like, well, what do you mean? It's just a joke. It, it has no impact, but it, it, it does just, it's a, it's several little drops in a bucket. You know what I mean? I get you. I'm giving more thought to I appreciate that. anything. No, but you know what I mean? This is like, because I will too say much thought for this, but no, because I never had sisters. I was never around girls. I never fucking talked to girls. I was a mess. And I heard this when I was like 20 and it made me laugh. And it was like, this song's fucking stupid. But I listened to it way more than anybody should ever listen to a song like this because it's straight pop confection, Weezer esque song about vagina which is like i'm trying to do comedy and be funny and like oh this is funny this is funny this is how funny things are but never ever gave a moment's thought to like this is a song about women are fucking holes that your dick goes into and that's about it right we, we don't have to do anything else right and i understand that they're not like the Bloodhound Gang is just like, we're fucking stupid, and this is a song about trying to find a new girlfriend, but we're going to call it Vagina, and uh, hilarious. But, like, to your point, it's like, there is something else to this, and it's just, you're not taking 
anybody else into consideration, which, hey, man, nobody's really trying to silence your comedy, but there is a thing. You know, I think what really sticks in my craw, if I <laughs> about oh, this, oh, is classic that... Classic stuck in my craw. Stuck in my craw. Is that the laughs on this album are all groaners. They're just like, ugh, ugh, ugh. There's no, like... There's not, like, a single joke on here where I'm like, oh, that's... You really got it there. I mean, you wait know? a minute. We... Oh, we're going to get there. <laughs> okay. All right. There's <laughs> a reason this album was delayed. <laughs> it was a great reason. But it, yeah, every joke in here is just like, uh, just out an eye roll over and over again. And what's interesting is having the Mama's Boy skit right before this seems to try to, like, offset, which really just cements my casual of the casual misogyny in it. Because based off of that, the brief interaction that he has with his mother, his mother... It feels very much like his mother knows exactly what type of guy he is. He's always been this kind of goofball jokester, and she just knows how he is. And it makes it seem like, if anything, that she, he has like a good relationship with his mother, you know, which just makes all of this seem like even more of like a pose, like it's just this a is thing all that he fucking does. writing assignments. Yeah. Do a do a parody song. Yeah. But you're just dirty, you know. You're basically the guys from Porky's make an album, right? The guys from the guys yeah. from American Pie write a rock album. Well, yeah, but then there is Stifler's also Stifler's album. Be better than this. Stifler's album. <laughs> oh oh boy, I, there is also though the thing where like men will like deify their mothers and then mm. treat mm. lots of women. Mm. It's the Madonna whore thing, not breaking That's any new right. ground here. That's right. And I know, and I think that the thing with this shit is that like, I get it. It's a joke, whatever. But if you then went out into the world and women or really anybody who isn't like a, a straight cis white dude, was treated with equal power or equal respect than like truly whatever. But when you make a bunch of songs that are like jokes and you're failing up <laughs> to more and more power and you continue to make more and more toothless, yes, jokes about misogynistic, homophobic, racist shit. Like at the end of it, there's still a bunch of people who like have their experience in the real world is that they're not taken seriously or that they're treated like a whole or like a punchline all the time. And so it's like, I don't know, it's it's hard for me to to fully disambiguate this stuff, if that's even the right word. But at the same time, I listen to this and I'm just like, you're just a fucking idiot. Like, and you know it. So I don't know. It's just a weird thing. It's a weird thing. And it's, certainly too much thought to be putting in <laughs> to something that ends with somebody and just singing the word vagina over yeah. and over again in an yeah. operatic style obviously yeah. going for the laugh yeah yes yeah um yeah i guess it, it's just that thing where it's like on the one hand i'm like it's an anything for the laugh situation and i've you know there are performers who do that and it's it's fearless and it's fun and it's wild to see them to go for it but this is like anything for a laugh low effort i'll do anything for a laugh but anything <laughs> you know? yeah um, uh, are we saying this is chris farley the song when he said fatty fall down um 
Yeah, but at the same time, though, I mean, if you see Chris Farley in action, that was not a low effort situation. No, that's true. Like that's that true. video was going around recently of him doing his entrance on oh on uh, Letterman, which is like an all time entrance, and that's that is as far from low effort as you get. Like that's when I'm like, is he gonna make it? That's to him stage? milking and juice. Yes. The left. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, I'm. I had some comments on songmeanings.com, but I'd rather just move forward. I'd rather just leave this song <laughs> to the past. How about that? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get to the good stuff. Up <laughs> next. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> We're heading straight towards a lap dance. Yeah, let's do it. We got Mope up next. We gonna drop this next bomb for a money-making player that ain't with us no more. Yeah. Notorious <laughs> Hell no. We gonna do this for a gang-banging thug that never seen it coming. Yeah, Tupac Shakur. Nah, bitch. I'm talking about motherfucking Falco and shit. What? Falco? So this song made uh, made my head try to fall <laughs> off my body. This is the one. This is the one. All right, what, where do I have to jump to? Where does the part start? <laughs> where does it start? <laughs> Uh, are we are we talking about motherfucking you Pac-Man? know Pac-Man. the no, part we're, we're talking, talking about uh, Matt? You'd want to go to three fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> we all know where we're going here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm oh shit! Clenching my Pac-Man. whole body together. Hey Pac-Man, Ooh. what's up? Hey you bitches! I'm high on Wanna free this? No, Pac-Man. Drugs are bad. Nope. Can't help you, man. <laughs> this song I'm gonna okay. This song is an abomination um, The sample work on here Is a collision Like a car crash The samples just slammed On top of each other Willy nilly To use a technical term they use in the studio And I didn't like it and it made me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> the song in my notes. I'll just go to my notes. I wrote, oh man, this song. Fucking hell. This song is hell. I'm looking at this as a No Sleep Till Brooklyn parody. That's what I got. And I wrote that you know they were high-fiving in the studio about this Frankie Goes to Hollywood sample. It's, uh, it's so bad. Um, I was struck by the Pac-Man bit. Just made me think of like Towley from South Park. Felt like a very South Park moment. But also like, why is it there? Like this song seems to have been just assembled as people just walked into the studio with whatever they had on hand. Like I've got a I've got a sample from Metallica and I've got a I've got a Frankie Goes to Hollywood sample, and then someone's like, Wouldn't it be funny if Pac-Man smoked crack? And they said, Absolutely, I do believe that you are correct. That would be funny. We're gonna put it in this song right now. It has nothing to do with anything. You're just going to slam it all together. Just this massive shit. Yeah. Bad time. Bad time in the car listening to this song. 
I also had a bad time in the car listening to this song. I was uh, was driving to get dinner with some friends, and this section of the song specifically played. And then I drove by this like hilarious Nick Swardson billboard, and I was like, "I'm in hell." And yeah, I mean, I remember thinking that this was fucking hilarious. Like, oh my God. And then they sampled the Pac-Man music. Like this was so much my shit at the time. And now I'm just like, when I was listening to it for the first time again, I was laughing so hard, but it was like this painful, cringing feeling all through my body. And I was just like, oh God, this is so fucking rough. It's top tip to tail. (laughs) Stem to stern. Yeah, mope is rough. Oh my God. Matt. Oh, Jenny, you and me had the same reaction back then. Like, oh my God, Pac-Man. Holy shit, it's the Pac-Man theme. This is nuts. That's 20-year-old me saying that. Um, And now I listen to it, and yeah, it is. Doesn't it is not a fine wine? <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> but it, but what a fucking encapsulation of the time. Again, I'm like, this stuff was everywhere. Like there was, and we're seeing this weird '80s '90s nostalgia now. But it's like it has existed. Where in '99, referencing He-Man, Pac-Man, ba- Smurfs, you know, Smurf, all that shit had had cachet because like obviously he's an 80s kid he was probably he's eight years old in 1980 so from eight to whatever 99 like he's basically been steeped in this pop culture where but also steeped in all this old culture like there's something weird about the 80s because cable and everything wasn't as accessible there weren't as many channels you were kind of forced to watch i mean i fucking watched green acres beverly hillbillies shows that had been off for five to ten years mash like all these old shows that like my daughter i'm not gonna fucking there was nothing else on she's not watching mash Rosemary's not watching mash she will but like i remember being six and watching the facts of life reruns Different strokes, reruns, like all of these things. It was all like, you know, and it's just a different type of culture than what we have now. But the cachet was, we all knew these things, these touch points were much more ubiquitous than Mm -hmm. they are now. I'm not saying this is good or bad, but it was like, we all would laugh or be like, it's remember berries. Remember Pac-Man? Hilarious. Ha ha ha. Oh, Pac-Man. Oh shit. That's the Pac-Man theme. Pac-Man's doing crack. Pac-Man's doing crack. Oh, oh shit. shit. Dude, yeah. what about that? That's what so that... funny. But it's but it's like that type of stuff where it's like, now here we are 20 years removed from that, and it's like, yeah, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit about Pac-Man? Who gives a shit about Pac-Man doing crack? It does not age well. It's very of the moment. A la, comedy a la minute. Mm. I mean, you just made me think about, though, yeah, all the shows that I apparently had to watch that I never would have watched willingly. Never. The Brady Bunch. You kidding me? No. Loved those Brady kids. But the idea of, like, willingly sitting down to, like, watch a Brady Bunch episode now, 
I mean, that's the that's the joy that children today have is like if you want to watch something you actually want to watch, you have that option. We didn't have that. It was and like, if whatever's you on, watch, baby. And if you want to watch it again, immediately. Cue it up. Whereas, like, I don't know when I'm ever going to see that episode of TV again. True. It's true. It's true. It's just, it's just completely different. So, like, which is something that I think as we have the internet and we're further away from 1999, it's like, I know exactly why this existed. Because it was like, the intertext was everything like oh you, here's the wink and the nod that you know this thing that we all know oh this is the standard cultural slang oh you don't know the theme from pac-man then you don't get it yeah i remember i used to make a lot of mixtapes and they were very popular mixtapes people still send me messages like i found a mixtape that you made me it was very good but the thing that one of the things i used to do is i had a cd of uh, retro tv theme songs mm. and i when i i would like calculate how long i had on each side of the tape and when i needed like something short to 30 seconds yeah. i would put in a classic tv theme song very popular I'm talking like Donald Trump now. People loved it. Very popular. Everybody was telling me they love my mixtapes. Yeah, right. Jenny, this is the first I'm hearing this that your yeah. mixtapes are popular. This is the first I'm hearing this. And they, I'm, and I'm, they were very, I'm, they were yeah. quite popular. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I look. I'm just saying. I did. I didn't say anything about crack, but you know, we all have regrets. <laughs> right. And if I could go back in time, I would. I would make like a. Simon from Castlevania on crack <laughs> situation. Simon Belmont on crack cocaine. Oh, he whips so that fast. Whip Where's that whip going? Oh, no. That's oh. right. That's oh, right. That's untapped. Untapped potential there. Mm-hmm. You, but know? Like, you know, I, I, I take a look at this as like that. I would say the low point of that type of stuff. But then I, at the same time, you're seeing the rise of mystery science theater in the public oeuvre. It's true. Very much that Simpsons movement of like, oh, shit, we can do anything because this is a cartoon. So, like, here's 17 callbacks inside of an episode. Like, that's never really been done. So, like, from a media studies standpoint, this mm-hmm. is an incredibly interesting postmodern time. Unfortunately, we're we're forced into listening to Ray for boobies. By the yeah, we we're forced into it by ourselves. By ourselves, by the way. self-inflicted wounds. Listen, our audience wound. also gave us reviews. We brought it up. <laughs> we yeah, did bring it up. We did we because did. I believe Lauren was saying we will never listen to. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's like people who go like, "I will never drink that cup of pee." Okay, <laughs> I will. Not. I will not. Yeah, but, but how like, much? Yeah. for me to drink that. But cup also, of like, don't where'd bring the, it up? Where'd the cup of pee come from? Yeah. Like, we you know? don't know, but it's sitting there. We have a I, Lucy I, cup of pee. All I'm saying is, I won't drink it. Okay, <laughs> but. If I were to, what would you have to do to make... What could you offer for me to do that thing? Wow, wow, wow. If 400 wow. reviews, pee drinking is <laughs> No, man. That no. is why That's I am... That's Jenny's <laughs> You guys can do that if you want. <laughs> I will be curled up on a book. On a book. Oh no, I'm gonna Oh sleep. I sleep on books. <laughs> oh yeah, I've got a big old book. <laughs> I just sleep on it. Cover myself with a page. Yep. And uh, just think I ain't drinking no pee. Oh, it's cold tonight. Two pages. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly right. Uh 
I I know what you're gonna say. You're gonna say we should probably do the next song. Yeah, <laughs> you know me so well. I know you. Uh, I know you. Uh, our our relationship <laughs> at this point. I just wow. know. Yeah, let's do the next song. Uh, we got yummy down on this. Mm, wonder what this is about. The more references I make, the funnier it is. This is all two o'clock in the afternoon in 1989 yeah. on Channel 20. Yeah. I mean, with uh, different strokes, good times, happy days, rocky. <laughs> yeah. Joni loves Chachi, jo- yeah. the actual show. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's get to the chorus. All man. right. What I mean is you suck at this. So ask our go because we stay on these and you must be five stars because we're standing full attention. Yummy! Down on this! Down on this! Down on this! Yummy! Down on this! Down on this! Down on this! Yummy! You know, I was trying to pull the plug before the chorus, but... Well, we need the context so I can go to my notes. And what did I write? I wrote agony. (laughs) (laughs) This is clearly a new metal parody. And this is probably one of the worst songs I've ever heard. I don't like it. It's the longest. I mean, it's like you get it. Like it's a dick joke. And then it's just like you just got you just got to sit through it. It's a dick sucking joke. You're right. right. It is a dick sucking joke. It is. Yeah. I wrote about wanting to have your dick sucked. Yeah. Oh, uh, good I, job. Sorry. <laughs> I'm colliding with Mike's. Um, I mean, it's Prince's head and then this song, right? In the pantheon of great tick sucking stuff. And slob on my knob. Oh, slob on my knob, head. man. Come on. Respect. Now, I will tell you what. Yes. I listened to 3-6 Mafia quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that they say is no less objectionable than this. Mm-hmm. But I feel completely fine with it. I'm like, I was, you're right. It's dumb. I, I think what it is, is that there is a level of casual cool mixed with a reality to it that maybe is worse in one context, but in the other context adds a level of like actual stakes in the game. And thus, it just, it's just, yeah, because I'm thinking about... um. What's the the really nasty one from uh, Doggy Style? Snoop Dogg Doggy Style. Oh, uh, um, no, yes. Ain't no fun. 
Yeah. yeah. Ain't No Fun is an incredibly objectionable song. Holy shit. But it's also like a classic and it's awesome, but it's disgusting, but it's awesome. And I think that's the line is that these songs are just like gross and suck. And you can have songs that are gross, but also awesome. You know, like, um, oh, what's that? It's my fa- It's one of my favorite songs of all time. And I'm blanking on it. It's, it's like the big posse cut. Um, and it's got the three, it's got the, um, the two live crew sample. It's like French Montana and Lil Wayne and Drake and Rick Ross. Why am I blanking on this incredible song that I love? I Pop that. Oh. Pop that. That's an entire song about just like, you know, banging chicks, but it's a killer. It's awesome. Mm. But this is, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just because they don't mean it. Well, I mean, yeah. They this also like I think the point that we we really keep getting away from is this really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Wait, are we getting away Wait from the point? Is that what we missed? <laughs> I well, I think that like we keep wanting to make it i i guess i'm speaking for myself here i am like what am i taking from this what am i like what is this really and it's like i almost get so far away from just like this sucks skip <laughs> like we're talking about how you can really just not watch shit anymore if you don't want right, to and right. we're like digging in like right. what is it about this that makes it worse than this other stuff and it's like well it's that this just sucks sucks and that doesn't suck. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. So I wrote some notes down from songmeanings.com about this song. Uh, the drummer's angel said, how many ways can a guy describe his dick and the ways to touch? LOL. The song is pretty funny. And yes, I'm a chick. Oh. Could have been me. Could've the been ladies you. are okay. Yeah. <laughs> X-Ray Cat said, ha, 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 great song, great lyrics, great guitar riff. There are some misspellings in there. And it's true. It won't reach your mouth. Ha, ha, ha. Then people started to get out of hand. Full transparency. Had to bring these comments to you guys. First, they quote the lyric. Yummy down on this throbbing pull of hot man chicken and feel free to wiggle dunk those purple bulldog cheeks. This is easy. The funniest thing in all of music. Blood on Gang is so amazing. It's indescribable. <laughs> Jimmy Pop is a genius. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, hold on. Then next comment from Carmax. Okay. <laughs> the company. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I think they're supposed to be Karma X, but, oh. you know, Carmax. Uh, <laughs> Carmax. <laughs> Wait. Who gets the lip ball? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Karma X said, to eat a Chiquita, you need to grow the banana. This is fucking genius. Oh, my God. A lot of that is misspelled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And Candy G said, is it just me? Or does it kind of sound like if he could, he would blow himself at the beginning of the song? Not just you, Candy yeah, G. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Not just what you. he said. He's literally you. saying that he wants to be able to blow and, himself. And a lot of these comments were upvoted. And then there was one that was downvoted. And I wanted to read that to you guys. It's from Wug. Wug's oh, back. Wow. What's up? Beth. Wow. I first heard this song when I was a kid and really liked it. I never knew the words then. I just like the guitars. And now I do know. 
tisk tisk. I don't care if I ever hear it again. Oh. Downvoted. Well, People were not there for his growth. Yep. Nope. We want no emotional maturity. No. no this. Yeah. I mean, these guys are all like genius work. A bunch of geniuses. So I have to present it for transparency. Um, they're presenting Jimmy Pop and Bloodhound Gang as a genius. Go around the room, Matt. No. Okay. You've seen them twice in concert. I just we have to check in. Yeah, I know, but no. Okay, Jenny. Uh, also no. Okay, I am also a no. So, all right. All right. All right. We gave I, it its fair. We gave yeah, it a fair go. I mean, it, they're geniuses at taking writing assignments of what is the Matt. Careful. <laughs> careful. I. We, this is yes or no on genius. No. All right. Next song. <laughs> yes. All right. Next all right. Song. Up next, the ballad of Chasey Lane. Chasey Lane, I wrote to explain I'm your biggest fan. I just wanted to ask, could I eat your ass right back as soon as you can? You've had a lot of dick, had a lot of dick. I've had a lot of time, had a lot of time. You've had a lot of dick chasing, but you ain't had mine. Uh, ass eating. Yeah, yeah very ass, progressive. Yes, ass eating. All right, they were in, they were there, man. Yeah. They were they there were on the cutting edge. As of it was prophesied, <laughs> it was prophesied. <laughs> the third like, sun rose. That's right. And they said there shall be ass eating. Um, I mean, I wrote in my notes lots of ass eating mentioned here. I said this is decently catchy. The roof is very very familiar. Uh, drove me crazy. I can't place it. I mean, maybe I just know it from this, but it feels like like a very stock riff to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a short song, so points, points there. Short, yeah. I, I mean, the premise is pretty straightforward. I so I guess like on the scale of hate it to whatever, I give this a solid whatever. There, that's where I stand. Jenny, the Ballad of Chasey Lane. Uh. Long sigh. Sure. I mean, it's, I don't know, clearly bad. (laughs) 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 Makes a lot of, you know, rude assumptions about people who do sex work. Very Uh, much so. (laughs) You know, whatever. Like, the, I don't even know if it's right, but like the only thing they did was at least have Chasey Lane and be like, no at the end that's true yes that yeah. is true that is um yeah it's the, i think that's the next track actually the rsvp songmeanings.com gray fox 28 said i've seen the edited and unedited version of the video great video great song great band great porn star okay thank you gray fox 28 uh, I watched this music video. I only saw the edited version, I'm assuming. Wow, wow, wow. Um, I did not seek out. I did not turn off Safe Search to go for the unedited version. This is a pretty wacky video, Jenny. They're trying to do this music video. They're just trying to perform. But they keep getting distracted by all the people working on the video behind the scenes are hotties, but they're naked. Wow, wow, wow. And they can't get anything done because they're just distracted boys. 
Yeah. What did you think of this video? I did not watch it. Ah, <laughs> there we go. So All I right. didn't. I didn't think of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I remember this song was quite popular, and. Hmm. I mean, on on your listens, were you like, "This is a funny one," or? No, it wasn't know? funny to me. It was just like. Uh, the same line that I had with 3.14, which was like, it's not worth a thought. But then I also was just like the assumption that because somebody like has sex with other people that they then should just have sex with you. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, how dare you not have sex with me because you had sex with other people. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And then there's a, a kind of a weirdly crude interview yes that he does where they asked him about it it was with the bbc which i love the bbc like can we get jimmy pop in here to ask him about this song let's let's get him in and uh according to the interview jimmy pop said it was uh written after he saw chasey lane in a clothing ad when questioned if the infatuation was real he commented no no what happened was i saw her in a clothing ad and i was like she's really cute so i'm not sure if we started researching chasey lane but she came out and performed on her record with us and her arms were like hairier than mine and she was dumber than that table so I don't even know what like that like comes out of nowhere. Or I'm like, okay, dude. Like, Actually, it doesn't come out of nowhere because well, I mean, it's, right. it every even, text yeah, it's every text that he's yeah. ever written. Yeah, but it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, like why? Like you have to cut her down already. Like you wrote this song. Yeah, I don't know because. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I when, that's yeah. like that's the thing with like dudes yeah. like this too, where they're like it's just a joke, but then they like say shit like that, and people are like, whoa, and it's like, no listen to the yeah i don't know i hate everybody uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm in hell i'm trapped in a never-ending I'm hell hell uh, mcdonald's receipt was 666 um oh quiff porn i didn't back. see this one quick quiff porn's back to let you know that chasey lane really isn't that nice looking aurora snow and aria giovanni are where it's at quiff porn uh, his name is quiff porn there so he's go. gonna drop some porn uh, deep porn cuts on us believe people when they tell you who they are <laughs> right. you know? when quiff porn tells you their name is quiff porn believe them that right they will. that's true what They're was gonna, i thinking yeah uh, like we shame on us that we thought quiff porn wasn't gonna hit us with with that okay there you go next up yeah is rsvp which is basically chasing lane commentary and then uh what's after that jenna <laughs> sorry I, t- I took your fucking job <laughs> no please are like, we gonna skip rsvp no we can do rsvp okay and then magna cum nada okay perfect oh that was creepy I would rather slurp rancid tuna salad out of my own ass or scour my boobies off with a rusty SOS pad or hump a piece of splintered boss wood.
So at this point, I was like, I guess there's been some variety in the subject matter of the songs. But then we get to this one, and then I just feel like it now it's redundant. Like, just a self-loathing, I'm a loser song. Uh, what are we doing here? Let's pack it up, boys. Let's pack it up. Most likely to suck. No disagreement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The reference points in this song, Catcher in the Rye. The last episode of Seinfeld, which at this point was probably only, what, like two years old at that point. So that still feels like a pretty fresh reference. Jack Lemmon and Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yep. I like the idea of the Bloodhound Gang sitting down to watch uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. That's a funny visual to me. Um, But at the same time, though, it did. I mean, it all just feels very stale. Um, the synth feels very stock. Oh, this sounds like fucking dog shit. Again, this sounds awful. This is awful. Um, and I the production the, is th- there's another awful. there's another reference. There, there's two references in here that also feel like we're now like whatever the barrel was for these boys. We're at the bottom of it. So first, the line feel like shit, like a bowel movement. That feels like a weak one, even for these guys. Like that that doesn't. Feel <laughs> but like it was right there. And feel like Jimmy Stewart. No one sees my Harvey. That is an incredibly old reference, even for 1999. My God, a Harvey reference! Um, Once again, also- wait. So, in order to get that, I have to understand the movie Harvey. Yep, was about G- Jimmy Stewart's character having an invisible friend, mm-hmm. and then I have to make the illusion that his dick is the Harvey in this situation. Yeah, that's a fucking leap off. The biggest gorge. Listen, you have to have respect for your audience. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Um, So, uh, yeah. And and here's the thing. There's probably an allusion to somebody calling their dick Harvey in something. That, boy. Matt, you're... I mean, you are a guy who's seen them twice in concert, so you are going to try to give them the benefit of the doubt. That here. is true. I guarantee. I mean, is there a possibility that someone has named their Dick Harvey? Probably. But that's it. Yeah, but in popular culture. Oh, in popular culture. Matt, did you just turn off Safe Search just yes. so you could find out if this is a thing? Mm-hmm. All right, Matt is typing away. You hear those tip type? Oh, this is not worth it, guys. It was John F. Kennedy. Guys. Oh, okay. All right. There it uh, is. There it no. is. <laughs> All right. He was, um, I don't know if you know this, Jenny. He's president. Mm, never heard of it. Mm, yep. He had, a, he had a big rise and a rough rough fall. Yeah, I'll have to look. Yeah, I'll have to look, look it up. I'll have look to it look up. It There's it a little up. bit of media out there about yeah. it. Yeah. So if you're looking for a book to curl up with, either to cover you or to read. You know, I've actually read quite a few uh, Kennedy books, mm. uh, especially about the sister who was sort of swept away. Mm. Um, 
Very interesting stuff. Why they sweep her away? Because she had uh, developmental stuff going on. Mm. Uh, when her mother was giving birth to her, uh, she tried to hold the baby in until the doctor got there. Uh, and it resulted in, I think, some oxygen loss. Mm. And it's actually extremely tragic. Mm. And perfect content top, for this yeah, pod. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's extremely fucked up. Uh, mm. So, you know. And up next. Up next. <laughs> we've got the bad touch. Oh, this one. <laughs> well, now, we call this the act of mating. But there are several other very important differences between human beings and animals that you should know about. my second listen of this song for this show that this is a parody of in excess need you tonight what yeah matt listen to the drum start then he does the whisper yeah this is an in excess need you tonight parody <laughs> i texted a couple people about this and they were like uh-huh yeah i know like this is apparently common knowledge and i just yeah yeah this is an in excess parody no. Matt? No. Matt, listen no. to the... No. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. I'm sorry. It's being dragged to hell. Oh, yeah. Um. Come on here. I always put it more as Frankie goes to Hollywood, but they already did that. I mean, they can go back to the same well again. This is, they'll do it. I mean, here's the thing, Matt. You're not, I mean, first of all, thank you. Always great to hear, you know, a 10 out of 10 track like In Excess Need You Tonight. But yeah, it did really strike me that, you know, that's that's clearly what this. But I mean, this is also a situation, though, where you listen to In Excess song, you hear that guitar line, you hear the crispness mm-hmm. of that production. The chop shelf work the boys were doing there. Right. Yeah, like yeah, that, that instantly was like an amuse bouche for oh, my ears. Oh, felt so good, A real palate cleanser. And um, yeah, and then you listen to this. I mean, I tell you, like the headphone listen for this album. I mean, talking about not doing this album any favors. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm like, listening to it right now in these yeah. headphones. It mm-hmm. sounds 
worse. It I yeah. even back then I was like, this sounds a little muddy. Like right now, this this listen is very not good. Yeah. No, it's in terms of quality of production. Yeah, no, like, yeah. And it, I'm not the guy who mentions production all the time because I don't have great ears for it. But even I'm like, come on, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, here's the stunner. This is probably the best song on the album. Yeah. 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 It's I mean, you could I hear it and it's one of those things where I'm like, I totally get why it was a hit. I totally get the the reference level on it just has I feel like I don't I don't think they intentionally softened it, but it feels like the crudeness of the other things is like softened in a way that the other songs are just go way harder to be more disgusting. And so I I get it. I mean, I get it. I I didn't really like the song then. I don't really like the song now. But I can. But this is also probably the best produced song on the record. It's the it is the cleanest sounding. Yeah, but I mean, but when you listen on headphones, you realize it is like a bare bones track. Like they, it's like a couple, like some acoustic guitar, the synth line, and then there's they were like, "Yep, we're done. All right, put the vocals on it. Let's go. Let's go get a happy meal." Ha ha. This is yeah. This is like this song lives because of the chorus because the verses are so forgettable. He says nothing. He is so wooden in his put, delivery. I would push back on that because I feel like, like I said, got a bunch of people coming in saying, do you got the Discovery Channel song? Do you have the X-Files song? Like, you know, people, I mean, I would say these verses are probably the most memorable. But maybe that's just from repetition. Well, Discovery well, Channel is in the chorus. chorus. Lauren, you're not the king of this Bloodhound gang. <laughs> You drool. <laughs> Don't forget, Matt and I are like, no, no we oh were both way. like inside of our bodies. Like, but discover Toodles in the chorus. <laughs> Thank oh. you. Okay. All I right. Feel All seen. right. Okay. All right. But I feel like the, the Discovery Channel, uh, not the Discovery Channel, the uh, X-Files line, I feel there's a couple of like memorable lines in the, in the mm-hmm. verses. I would say, I don't know why I'm defending this mother, these motherfuckers. Well, um, put your hands yeah. down my pants and I'll make you feel nuts, Lauren. Come on. Yeah, well, the yeah. Siskel and Ebert line. Yeah. But hey. I'm, I'm a movie fan, though. So maybe that's, that's right. Why. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Mentioning critics. Um, it, it's yeah. crazy how 80s this song is for coming out in 1999. Mm-hmm. This is so wave one rap. Like... Yeah. Ridiculous. But, um, yeah, but it was, it was what Money the people Money in the want. fucking banks. What the people wanted. Jenny, how do you feel about the Bad Touch? It is probably the best song on the album. I loved it when it came out. I thought it was great. So funny. Ha ha. Loved it. Um, it's fine. Songmeanings.com. Did you have any comments you like, Jenny? No. You go ahead. K... Oh, I see. It's KT is the coolest 85. The first time I sang karaoke was last Friday, and this is the song I sang. And danced to it, too. What a blast. This song is so hilarious. But I changed it to put your hands down my pants, and I'll be, and you'll feel er vagina? Ha ha, nice save. <laughs> but yeah, this song rocks. Yeah, you wouldn't want to. <laughs> this is like the thing that gets me, karaoke in general, tough tough for me but when people are singing songs and they change the gender in the song when they're singing karaoke i'm like what is wrong with you just (laughs) sing the song as it is like i'm out with my 
boys tonight, not my girls. I'm not. It's like it's you're. It's fine. Someone else you chose song. to sing "Jump and Jump" and no need to regender. Yeah, it's like oh my god. It just for some reason it fills me with rage. I'm just like. Are you okay, sir? Can you not like you don't have to change it? Uh, I can't sing this song with the correct genders. I can't do it. Oh my god! You can't make me do it. I, yeah, I can't. I truly uh, can't. Yeah, I'm gonna sing. Man, I feel like a guy. <laughs> man, I feel like a man. <laughs> man, I feel like a man. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna put Let's another. Let's go, boys. Let's go. Let's go, man. man. <laughs> 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 Are you, are you going out tonight? I feel <laughs> all right. Gonna let my dick hang out. <laughs> are we the blood out gang? We are now the blood out gang. This is my favorite joke that I have with Mitch that he hates, where I call myself Dirty Al. <laughs> and I just need to make up dirty lyrics to song. <laughs> it's probably going to be what he divorces me over eventually. Best He's thing like, about didn't... being a man is lapping my floppy dick. Hang out. Uh uh oh. It's amazing. <laughs> Big sloppy nuts. The sloppy nuts. <laughs> Whoa, oh, oh. Wow. Oh, we <laughs> Help really... me out, Dirty Al. Oh, no. We're being sucked in. It's like a, yeah. it's a terrible vortex. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I'm going to counter your need you tonight with con cans. I beg your pardon. Okay. Um, not familiar with this one. Let's see what we got here. I felt more in this vein, but it's a little bit harder. And when he sings, he's like, instead of rappy. So maybe we're just going to put them both. And these shitty synth horns was the other thing that kind of got me on this one. Oh, this definitely feels like a reference point, too. I mean, I think, why not both? Why not both? You know know what? You can have it all. And or, why not both? Why not both? I'll have the whole menu. Yeah. The best thing about being, being a man is <laughs> letting my nuts hang out <laughs> on the sand. Oh, 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 feel horny. <laughs> Gonna get to a lady. Oh, Wow. Man, I feel like a man. <laughs> man, I feel <laughs> like a man. <laughs> a Got my truck nuts. Looking for sluts with the big butts. It's like a really, really terrible song. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, feels like a hit to me, but yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Call Mutt Lang, see if he wants to try again. <laughs> another one, another swing at the plate. Yeah. Hey, buddy, we might have just turned that song into a hit. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we know that Shania is the biggest selling country artist. Yeah, uh, but, uh, uh, we got a we got a hot take. We got we got a we we might have done a little uh, fix for you there. Um, there you have to listen to that cough came with a prize. Um, well, I just want to mention there is a video. Oh yeah, and I, the video iconic. Is, I mean, they they all are wearing monkey outfits and they're running around France. For some reason, and then they kidnap a bunch of French stereotypes and make them all dance with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, on, honestly, most of these concepts, I'm just like, who? What? What was the pitch meeting like? Because you know, it was a meeting. Everything's a meeting. 
That was, a, that was the other thing of just thinking about this album in like any meeting context. Like they had to like play this for the label. They have to have a meeting about it. Like just imagining the meetings. They have drawn out litigation right. for an upcoming uh, song. Yeah, it's um yeah. Uh songmeanings.com. There was another comment from Bomb Girl Next Door who said, ha ha. Am I the only one that loves this song? That's a very funny thing to say about a very popular song. Uh, ha ha, we used to listen to this song in PE my sophomore year in high school. All the guys and I made this terrible, corny, and vulgar dance to go along with it. It was great. Got to show my love for the Bloodhound Gang. This song took some damn creativity. Yeah. All right. I think we could argue most songs take some damn creativity. Some. 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 Not all. Some. Man, Just I feel some. like a man seemed real natural. Oh, yeah. That's true. Sometimes it's like... The muse hits you. you. Tom Petty says he's just a vessel, you know? Mm. Like, the ideas come to him. They come yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I feel the same. Yeah. Do you ever think about how Tom Petty's name actually doesn't fit this person? Because he seems like a, he, a very unpetty person. Yeah, they should have oh. called him Tom Deep. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. then you should rewatch that uh, Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine thing where Jimmy Iovine stole Stop Dragging My Heart Around from Tom Petty. And he was pissed. Well, hey. Petty can be pissed. Tom pissed? Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Tom Petty? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. So Let's do it. The cough that came with a prize. Uh, we don't have to listen to it. It's a pube. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's, yeah. All right. Yeah, we got it. It's a cough. He um, coughed up a pube as though this guy eat pussy. Like, whatever. Um, Shots. And if he is eating Shots. pussy, yeah, he is you know, he's, like, he's like demanding for shaved pussy. Yeah. That's the type of guy he yeah. is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. He, ain't, he ain't eating that bush puss. He's not there no, for a fur, no, no. fur party. No, absolutely no, not. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Why? Why, Matt? I, you, oh, I'm sorry, Matt. Uh, you brought it up? No, that's true. I <laughs> Matt, love pussy. I'll be completely honest with you. That was the exact thought I had when I heard that. I was like, okay, especially in like 99. Yeah. The fact that you like had a pube in 99 was like horrifying. Yep. I remember being, you? oh my God, like I have pubes. Wax this is it. bad. This is really bad. I wasn't near any, nobody was near seeing anything, but I was just like, Ugh. oh God. Gotta get rid of this shit. What is yeah. going on? Hate it. Hate uh, it. Um, but it did, I have to say, when, when I got him on, I was like, man, I feel like a man. Man, I feel like a man. Big old bush. Where's Piss. my balls? <laughs> well, I mean, that's, is that another liner? Uh, best thing about being a man. Where's my balls? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. we're workshopping. We're, we're workshopping. Hey, this is, this is called woodshedding. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Up next, we got Take the Long Way Home. Oh, there's so many songs left. I know. The muse hits. I'm going to tell you guys hits. right now, I have a splitting fucking headache. <laughs> <laughs> and I blame the Bloodhound Gang.
shit. These yeah. bring up Frank. Well, <laughs> hey, Frankie. Hey, you got to do it anyway. You got to do it Frankie's way. Uh, Frank. 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 You got to know. You got to know. Listen, when you're there with the gang, the Bloodhound gang, there's only one way to do it, baby. No one did it like Frank. Nobody did it like Frank. If you're thinking, I'm doing this just like Frank. You're not. You're not. Even, even if your name's Frank. Even if you're like Frank, wrong Frank. Different Frank. You're probably a Franklin. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. Um, okay, so we have a big problem here. <sighs> okay. Tell me about it. <laughs> Which one? What's the problem? <laughs> Number one, that there's like 20 songs left on this album. Number two, did Jimmy Pop start the hashtag rap style? Matt, are you going to take this away from Drake? I'm just... Are you about to? Are you about to come for Drake? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, in the mid to late 2010s, there was a rap style that was very much like, um, I'm gonna say this word punchline. I'm gonna say this word punchline. It would oh. be like set up a punchline and then emphatically end it, and it's. All Jimmy Pop is doing in this song, and hmm. it's, it's yeah. So some fa- I, I pulled up hashtag rap on tvtropes.org. dot org. What a really great website. The authority and um, some examples of it um, from Drake's over two thumbs up Ebert and Roper. I could teach you how to speak in my language, Rosetta Stone. Oh, I get uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no like. There's no. I see anything like that. You Lil just, Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Um, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's he's definitely not the first person to do a use metaphor in rap for God's sakes, but he really is juicing that. <laughs> he's yeah. gleaming that cube, guys. Yeah. So he's uh, honking that bobo. <sighs> don't bring in the bobo. I don't, well, we did talk about earlier. You have a girl who can use her pussy to play the harmonica. Oh, which yeah. is one way to honk honk a bobo. That's yeah. that was what I thought when I heard that too. <laughs> Why didn't you say anything? Uh, we were right here. I know, I know. Uh, so is this uh is this like a modest mouse uh stylistic cover? That was the only thing I could get. I was caught up. I, I was trying to think of things. No way. No. No? There's no way. No. Okay. No. All right. I'm going to stop you right there. Stop me. All right. You've been stopped. All right. Songmeanings.com. Uh, Niche66 said, why has no one commented on this song? Mm, classic. classic. Yeah. Aren't there any Bloodhound fans out there? There are. I'd say that this is as close as Jimmy Pop gets to being all serious. He says to enjoy your life, live it your way. But he says it in a Jimmy Pop way. And then... um. K11 It Karma said, ha ha, this line is pure genius. Life is like a penis. Most people don't know it, but most people suck, so they usually blow it. Wow, wow, wow. <sighs> Matt, if I asked you to kill me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, but I'd understand. Okay. I don't even remember this song. I'm going to be super honest. I, I mean, the back half of this, you know, it, it, some people would say it's just gravy. 
I hate that you said back half, and I know how true that is. On the back half. There is not much in this back half. Oh, man. All right, Jenny, get us out of here. All right, up next, we got Hell Yeah. All right now, boys and girls, we've got another story for you now. We want to introduce to you another friend of the Bible. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. To cruise control. Mm. Has Speed 2 been reclaimed by the people yet? I feel like just about every other bad movie's been reclaimed. I mean, Mitch made a whole series of Speed That's 2 true. shirts, That's by true. which I mean he made one Speed 2 shirt. Okay. But I wear it with joy. Okay. I like Speed 2. All right. It's dumb. I don't think I've seen all of it. I've seen parts of it. I've never th- seen a moment. Uh, uh, Not a frame. Uh, yeah. Wow. Give um, it a shot. Jason Patrick is no Keanu, but Sandra Bullock is there. They were guns. <laughs> Best line in speed. She hits the baby carriage. She thinks she hit a baby. It wasn't. It was filled with cans. Yeah. And Keanu, with all the confidence of Zeus, goes, They were cans. They were cans. <laughs> they were cans. Speed. First R-rated movie I ever saw. Really? I'm sure I told you guys that before, mm. but. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. That's hey, recognize that riff from earlier songs? Yeah, Listen, yeah. Matt, you, when you've got and it worked, why not do it again? Why not? Why not? Is this a parody of Marilyn Manson or is this a parody of Joan Osborne's If God Was One of Us? That's the two reference points that I was getting. Hmm. Um, and I wrote, but I am hesitant to give too much credit to either of these, but that's what I got. Um, didn't like this song, you know, and you're in the back half, um, and you just, you just want to, you just want to move on with your life. You know, you just want to see what's next for you. Yeah. And yet there's still more fucking songs on this album. I'm counting six more songs. Six? Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, Is that true? Sort of. There's a lot of. There's like a. Yeah. Ten coolest things about New there, Jersey there, there, isn't there's, even there's, a song. Yeah, there's two. There's two skits. So yeah, yeah. two All skits right. and like a hidden track. Yeah. So we're close. We're, we're closer we're close. than we're close. We're closer than we've ever been. Ever been. True. That's true. That's right. All right. And we're about to hear the best joke in the whole album. We really are. Let's, yeah. let's just go there. Let's do it. Up uh, next, we got Right Turn, Clyde.
like enemy, but don't believe the hype. Fuck, I like a one and star. 80 wanna beat me. Hook, line, sinker, now your lady wanna date me. Give your girl a little wink, so you make a big stink. Shoulders got a chip, so you flip like a tiddlywink. Know what I think? I think you might be darn missing link. Get all the out of shape and the heat is on just like a shrinky dick. But I can take a hint better than I can take a hit. Completely incompatible, though I'm a pussy and you're a dick. How can you hold a grudge when you can't even hold a job? Should've known butter, but you're not going on the cob. I choose to use a song for a weapon, not a sword. Struck a chord. If I wanted to see stars, I watch Academy Awards. That's why I ran like Watkins Seagulls. Why make up like Mary Kay? You must have given up on headlocks, cause now you're going to pay. All in all, you're just a another dick with no balls. Oh, God. They did it. <laughs> they did it. They found a joke. They found a joke that works. Uh honestly i had completely forgotten about this song and i was doing my first listen uh it was a headphones listen i was like doing something at work and i laughed really really hard when i heard this i was like all right i'll admit you got me yeah and what's funny is you texted me that 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 part made you laugh and i texted you yeah that seems like your kind of humor and you text me back how dare you (laughs) Your kind of humor. This is the second time you've sort of taken shots at my sense of humor this episode. So, best thing about being <laughs> a man. Yeah, you like Dirty Al now, don't you? <laughs> so, oh, totally crazy. Yeah, not a lady. <laughs> I'm a man. Oh, 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 that's right. Yeah, this did make me laugh. Um, you know, we do get a Macho Man Randy Savage reference later in the song. Mm-hmm. As we know, I continue to you listen do. to Macho Man Randy Savage's album. Jenny continues to send us screenshots of every time she listens to the album, which is many. So It's a lot of screenshots. It's a lot of screenshots. I wrote in my notes that this Spring Floyd reference is the groaner of groaners. How dare you? I'm sorry. Wow. And um, the comment I pulled from songmeanings.com is from Saint Anonymous, who said, completely incompatible, though I'm a pussy and you're a dick. I love that line. I vow one day to use it in a conversation. <laughs> a vow. A sacred vow. A sacred vow taken. made by Saint Anonymous. I've taken a vow. Wow. To one day use a Bloodhound Gang lyric in conversation. The world has been warned. <laughs> All small talk is now fraught. What do we got next? Up next, we've got This is Stupid, Little Skit Boy. How do you let someone know if your hot cakes are selling well? Now we're into a lap dance is so much better when the stripper is crying. I was lonelier than Kunta Kinte at a Merle Haggard concert that night. I strolled on into Uncle Limpy's home palace looking for love. It had been a while. In fact, so I, I mean, this is the whole song. This is this is the whole song. He, he does this. Uh, I, I'm stopping it because it's a terrible song. I did not enjoy listening to it any time. It's incredibly long. It's like six minutes long, something like that. It's long. It's long. I don't generally like country songs, so a parody of a country song, even worse. I was surprised. Lots of jokes about killing women in this song, which Mm. we hadn't really had up to this point. Yeah. 
and lots of uh, lots of gay jokes. This is a very tough listen. It's a it's a very bad song, and I don't like it. But on songmeetings.com, ooh, Missy, ooh, said disgusting, love it. So to each their own, I guess. Jenny, how do you feel about this song? Uh, it's it's tough. I don't even really remember liking it when I was like in it with this album. Mm-hmm. Matt, do they do this one live? Um, no, no. I feel, like, I feel like it's a real momentum killer. You yeah. know, if you've been bopping along with the other songs, Bad Touch, you know, Fire, Water, Burn, and then all of a sudden it's like, let's, let's slow it down for this. Let's slow it down a bit, yeah. Yeah, for this story song in the middle of a show. The other comment, uh, Johnny the Cowboy 601 says, I really think that this guy kidnaps strippers and kills them. Faster than you can say shallow grave. Really gives a lot of subtle hints. And the fact that the girl's missing at the end of the song, it sounds like he doesn't realize that he kills them. Maybe I'm just high. Johnny the Cowboy, both things can be true. Right. Yes. Wow, wow, wow. Matt, real quick, um, what are your live experience? With the Bloodhound Gang, we haven't really d- dived into that. Um, well, they are an ed- energetic band. Mm-hmm. They are fun. The crowd is fun. Mm-hmm. What venue uh, did you see them at? I saw them at San Andrews Hall, and I saw them at Pine Knob mm-hmm. on the Roar tour, which was a really weird tour. It was like them and Katy Perry. Like who's who's on the Roar? Yeah, tour? It was the, uh, the Roar tour. <laughs> Was check out this lineup: Bloodhound Gang, Reverend Horton Heat, Tonic, um, Iggy Pop. Yeah, that is my brain <laughs> is cannot, I mean, what Tonic? Yep, Tonic going out there doing. <laughs> you could only see yep. on the same stage as these guys are coming out. Doing their well, Bloodhound Gang was like first, and Tonic was more towards the end of the night. It was like Tonic and then Iggy Pop. Even that doesn't make any sense. No, very the, strange. The, the tour was doing terribly. It was sponsored by Skull. <laughs> <laughs> that that might be like the piece that you put in the puzzle and like the secret door open. Like it glows yeah. from behind. Yeah, like what it do twists. all of these fans have in common? They love um, Chaw. They, <laughs> they love it. They love it and they can't get enough. Uh wow. I you know what? I guess that is the common connector you get there. You're like, <laughs> I only love tonic. I only love Bloodhound Gang. And I'm an Iggy Pop guy. Yeah, and he jumped on me on that show and I felt his leathery skin, which wow. moves on top of his ribs in a way that can only be called disconcerting. Mm. Wow, 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 wow. Um now Matt, did you have a full lip of skull when the at this show? Yes, yes. All and right. the same girl from the St. Andrews show who took her top off was at this show, uh, the Pine Knob show, and also took her top off uh, for them to sign and said something along the lines of, I was at your last show, and I was like, I remember you. Yes. Wow. As wow. my Uncle John always said when we would go to Pine Knob together, let's find a seat where the girls are going to pop their tops. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> wow. That's right. Uh, so what, we got one actual song left and then the secret track? Is that what uh, we got? Yeah, that's right. So uh, we got a little skit 
oh. called The Ten Coolest Things About New Jersey. Get ready. And then into Along Comes Mary. I'm playing this song right now. Uh, this is The Ten Coolest Things About New Jersey. You got. You, you, you got, done got. Got. You got, Jersey. got. First to say it, but I'm saying it. Nothing more new metal than a cover. True, true. This is fine, all things considered. It's pretty straight ahead rocker cover of Along Comes Mary. Um, apparently, from what everyone says in songmeetings.com, this is from CKY3. And um, and CKY is legit and jackass is bullshit. That's right. That's oh, right. Can't kill yourself. Can't kill yourself. That's the real shit. Jackass is watered down. Don't you get me started. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, here's my thing. If uh, they wrote the association a check for this song, uh-huh. then she'd have written that check for multiple songs on this album because this is Ballad of Jay Z Lane as well. Like, yeah, it's a lot of the songs on this record. I like it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I do like this. I do go back to this can't kill yourself versus jackass thing, though. I love the idea of just being like the the, the apparently if you're on can't kill yourself and you're in a, uh, a um, grocery cart and somebody pushes you down a ramp and you flip off it. That's like legit. But if you do it on MTV, you're fucking posing. Sell out. Sell out. I was getting in those buggies and falling down ramps well before. Yeah. The song was also on the half-baked soundtrack. That uh, makes sense. Before it was on this album. That's right. And uh, did you watch this music video? No. Okay. Um, So this music video is, it's a half-baked tie-in. The band is uh, working at a drive-in movie theater that is showing half-baked. A guy drives in on a date. He has he is listening to Bloodhound Gang in the car with this girl, and he's like, "This music is shit. These guys suck. Uh, they're probably one hit wonders." And of course, Jimmy Pop is working the ticket counter. He makes fun of Jimmy Pop, and then the then it's on. They kidnap this guy out of this out of his date, and they tie him to a chair, and they make him watch them perform the song. Brutal. Wow! 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 wow. Then they shave all of his hair off and cover him in butter. And leave him there. And then Jimmy Pop gets in the car with the girl, watches the movie with her. And of course. He wins. But the funniest thing is that you see a lot of clips from the movie Half-Baked, which, uh, sure, as we all know, a 420 classic. 420. Mr. Mr. 420, 420 over here. Very funny film. Very funny film. Um, Smir- Sir Smokes a Lot. Sir Smokes a Lot. Uh, the, the, the female watching the movie, though, she is not laughing when she is watching this movie. She is in awe. She is 
stunned. She is delighted. But it is not the reaction of somebody who's seen like a, a classic hilarious comedy. She is she looks like me when I saw The Master, like, oh my God, this is transcendent cinema. And I was like, what was the direction here? Like, did they not know what movie it was for? And they were just like, You're just you're just impressed with this movie, but you are not laughing. You are in awe of the filmmaking. Maybe, yeah. Um, yeah, she's just beaming. So I thought that was an interesting detail. Um and uh and then just when you think it's over you have um secret track um which i don't know how much of this we need to listen to but i mean basically what we've got an excerpt from them being on love line with dr drew and adam carolla yeah then we have some outtakes from the the skit where they did the opera singing that they don't use mm-hmm. and Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's, and then I think we get some outtakes from Chasey Lane talking. Oh, that's but right. Yeah. The thing that really struck me from this bonus track, though, was it it made me realize that there was a lot more effort put in this album than I ever could have imagined. Yet at the same time, this is what we got. Mm-hmm. And I Well, making really... anything I, it yeah. takes effort. Absolutely. We, but I it, think Jenny it, confirmed that earlier. Yeah. yeah. But it was, uh, it was one of those things where I was listening to just like, pulling the curtain back on just like these guys like you know really like nose to the grindstone making this album well there's a question i didn't ask because we just were blowing through this back (laughs) half yeah but jenny how respectful of our time is this album this album well i'll tell you matt (laughs) this one this one that we're listening to right for boobies yeah it's uh it's 60 minutes and 49 seconds a little over an hour (sighs) wow yeah that's a long one. It's a long one. It's a long one. You feel every goddamn minute. Now, this has nothing to do with. I don't even think we're doing canon talk on this. Am I? Oh, I mean, we got to. We got to. It's but oh, show. okay. Yeah. I didn't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then. All right. It's the part of the show then where we talk about canon talk. Talk about the canon. Jenny. No. <laughs> well, I thought you had more to add. About no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, you just wanted to say nothing for the canon. Okay. No, nothing, nothing for the canon. I, okay, I have something to share with you guys after canon talk. Okay, Ooh, okay, all right. Um, I, uh, I, I have nothing for the canon. Um, this was a very unenjoyable listen. Um, and uh, yeah, I had a yeah, it was a classic bad time. Bad time. Uh, Matt Nuss. Uh Well, absolutely not for the canon. Uh, that That's clear. Interesting re-listen. Um, it's kind of like a turd in sugar. I like sugar, but I hate shit. Like, mm-hmm. there's, there's mm-hmm. a, I understand. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> yeah, keep going with this. I'm liking where this is going. But it's like, I know why I like this. But it's a gloss on garbage. There isn't anything there beyond it's all surface level it's all just on top there is not anything else and now i'm not like there are definitely worst albums worst things in the world this is not good but i understand why i liked it yeah Mm. like it's it's catchy enough it's simple enough it's like oh yeah 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 it's dumb, but that's a catchy lyric. But on any examination of this, it's like, 
but this sucks, right? This is really mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. It has like the facade of like rebelliousness too. Right. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's a horny teenager just writing comedy. It's, uh, but you know, when you reread that stuff, you're like, mm, this is mm, kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, when you say the man, I was like, what are some albums that are worse than this album? And I was trying to think. And the one that came to my mind right off the top of my head was uh, Justin Timberlake 2020 Experience Part 2. I think that might be worse than this album. Wow. Yeah. That's powerful. It's a very bad record. Very bad. Also, that Robin Thicke album he made all about Paula, that called Paula, mm. that's a bad album, too. That might be worse <laughs> than this, too. But yeah. Nitzer Ebb's big hit is a terrible album. Yeah. So, Jenny, you got anything for worse than this? Mm, not off the top of my head. Certainly, there are things that are worse than this, but nothing's yeah, coming yeah. to mind at mm-hmm. this moment. At this moment, though, it's it's this one. Yeah. Now, I was looking at the pictures on Wikipedia, and I found a picture that they put on there, and I simply clicked on it. But we'll say I found it of the band in 2007, and I want you to take a look at this bass player. What do we have going? Don't mind my dirty ass computer, but yeah. like, look at the bass player. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. He's fucking jacked. Oh, yeah. Evil Jared is yoked. Has has he always been that way? Yes. Wow. That's just surprising to me. He was always the creepiest of them all. Hmm. Like, Jimmy Pop just seemed like a hapless dipshit. But, like, that guy seemed, like, kind of scary. His name is Evil Jared. Wow, wow, wow. Evil Jared... Fully jacked, had no idea. I think he had a really terribly named side project band as well. The, don't fucking look it up. Uh, okay, I can right. I, I know what the name uh, is. I am not saying it just because I don't want to say it. Okay. Uh, I mean, I will say you showing us that picture did make me think of somebody else who's really jacked that I will now show to you guys. Oh, yeah. It's Logan Mater. Right. There we go. Yes, yes, yes. Logan Mater. <laughs> we just wow. have to go see him live. We just got to go see him live. And so then we can start a Logan Mater chant. Absolutely, yeah. And then, you know, I mean, honestly, I, mean, I look at that guy's picture and I'm just like, man, I feel like man. a man. I feel like a man. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. You ready, man? You ready? Do, 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 do. Um, wow. He's banned from Ukraine. <laughs> yes. He stuck a Russian flag down his pants. Oh. When they were performing. Wow, wow, wow. There you go. Well, guys, I think we've said all there is to say about the Bloodhound Gang. We did it, by the way, 300 reviews. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. I guess the next up is the... Cottonmouth 420. We'll find a name. We'll find a name. We'll find a name that is as good as the Bloodhound 3 Pound Pound. Um, And that just brings us to the end of one hell of an episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all of those. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Jenny, did you have something else? I just had the most brilliant name. Oh. The Cottonmouth Kingtown Crown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's 
not a good name, but I couldn't. You saw the, the oh, wheel. Oh, dude, when the muse hits, oh. you were just a, a vessel. vessel. Just a, yeah, vessel. a vessel, just a vessel. So, so what, what is it one more time? The, the, uh, the Cottonmouth Kingtown Crown. The Cottonmouth Kingtown Crown. <laughs> 420. 420. 420. 420. Green Goblin, you know, <laughs> etc. You think of a better name. We drop some pumpkin bombs, baby, <laughs> with the Green Goblin. Oh. <laughs> oh, Green Gobby. Uh, well, there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Let's go, Matt. Matt. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm going out tonight.